From the folks who brought you this life of mine, an anecdote, it's security deposit. One story told week by week. I'm Tess Andrade. For the last year, I've spent every waking moment trying to figure out what happened to one woman, Maggie Johnson. My former roommate to be exact, or if you want to get really specific about it, and apparently I do, why she and all her belongings vanished from the two-bedroom apartment we shared just days before we were supposed to renew our one-year lease. No call, no text, no explanation, and no evidence. The search for Maggie sometimes feels pathetic on my part. I've had friends tell me she didn't want to live with you anymore, so she bailed. Look, I'm not a detective, or a private eye, or a psychic, or a dog walker, or an astronaut. But yes, almost every day this year, except for major holidays and days when I just sort of had to take time for myself, I've tried to figure out what happened to Maggie, where she is, and if she's okay. Before I get into why I've been doing this, I just want to make a quick disclaimer, which is that it's really hard to recall exactly where you were and what you did on a random day. I can barely remember the last time I properly cleaned my back, like really got in there and kind of just scrubbed all the dirt and grime away. To illustrate my point, I did an experiment with a couple friends. Okay, so do you remember where you were on my birthday of last year? Um, I'm sorry, when was your birthday? This is Jake, one of my best friends. It was April 10th. Oh, right. I actually didn't know that. Um, what did I do that day? Like, did you get me anything? Like, cake or... April 10th. Do you remember what day of the week it was? It was a Thursday. So I probably, I probably would have been at work. I don't really remember anything beyond that, though. Do you remember where you were on April 10th of last year? April 10th? Is that just like a random day? Here's Will. We lived together in college. It's actually my birthday. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I don't remember. You don't. Okay. Um, Do you remember if you called me or, um, did you... I might have. ...get a cake? You might have. I, don't, I actually don't remember you calling. I neither do I. What I learned from this experiment is that people don't remember shit, even on really significant days. But over the course of this podcast, I'll ask the people who knew Maggie, even just by name, to recall every seemingly insignificant detail of their last exchange with her. Sometimes I'll ask tough questions, other times I'll try and lighten the mood with a joke, but regardless of whether I'm asking questions or telling jokes, I'll also be interjecting myself into the story so that you don't forget about me. The tricky thing about Maggie's case, why it's so hard to know who to question or where to search, is that there's no real crime scene to speak of. She was there, and then she wasn't. A lot like the men in my life, but I'll get to that in a later episode. The second thing that makes this a hard case to diagnose is that we don't know a whole lot about who Maggie was. Yes, she was my roommate and had been for months, but I didn't even know what her shoe size was. Here's what we do know about the disappearance of Maggie Johnson. We know that on May 29th, 2017, she vanished out of the two-bedroom apartment we shared in Los Angeles, California. But this is the weird part. She left without collecting her $1,200 security deposit. Uh, wait, so you're saying that she paid you a security deposit? That's Ada. She's my producer, also my now roommate who agreed to help me with this podcast. 
Yeah, so when she moved in um, back in January, I think it was, I had her pay me a security deposit, which I told her she would get back when she moved out. I think that's pretty standard renter protocol. But she never told you she was moving out? No. So we had one conversation about it right before she disappeared where I said, you know, hey, the lease is almost up. Um, would you want to stay another year? And she was like, yeah, totally. Do you think it's possible that she just, like, left? Like, the, that she just moved out without giving any notice? I mean, I would say maybe, but that just wasn't Maggie. She was so responsible. She paid her rent on time. I mean, not even on time. She paid it early. Um, she was tidy. She really was, like, the perfect roommate. Oh. I mean, oh, b besides you, of course. No, of course. I guess I just thought, since I'm not really getting paid for this... When I said there was no evidence in the disappearance of Maggie Johnson, that wasn't 100% true. There was one piece of evidence we found smack dab in the center of Maggie's room. It was, get this, a hair tie. Round, black, with a piece of metal around it. One of the thicker ones. We're going to get to why this is super significant in a future episode, but for now I'll just say this. Maggie didn't use hair ties. Her hair was super short almost like a baby's. And I'm no expert, but I think that if she tried to put it up, it would have looked incredibly fucked up. Hello? Hi, is this Courtney? Yeah, who's this? I wanted to talk to the person who saw Maggie last on the day she disappeared, the dog walker. So do you remember um, what you were doing on um, May 6th? Uh, which was a Wednesday. Um, this was the day she went missing. Sure. Um, I usually teach a prenatal yoga class at 2 p.m. on Wednesday, so I would have left the class and come straight to your house, which would put me there at around 3 p.m. And do you, do you happen to remember if Maggie was, was at home that day? Well, yeah, I do remember a roommate being there most days um, during the week because I just I recall that she worked from home. I had to admit, something wasn't totally checking out about this dog walker's story. As an example, here's what she said when I asked her if she could remember anything strange from that day. Nothing struck me as out of the ordinary, but I sometimes get wrapped up in my head as a person who works nomadically. When, when I see somebody who works from home, I do just tend to get pangs of jealousy, but that's actually quite ordinary for me. She was so lucky um, that she... Yeah, and she's able to do that, make a living that way. She definitely didn't hide it. Next time on Security Deposit. Uh, Maggie was really the golden child of the building, I would say. You know, she was just super nice and considerate, um, always had a smile on her face. Yeah, I remember this one time one of the dryers in the laundry room was broken. She put up this printed sign she'd made to kind of, you know, tell people, and then she also contacted the superintendent, which was really nice. Wow. The sign was actually typed up. Mm -hmm. In 2012, we had about 700,000 cases of missing persons, and that's just from this year. And of those, only 23 were what we call willful disappearances. So, yes, statistically, we most often see a person not go missing um, of, their, of their own accord. Do you think it's possible she was taken from our apartment against her will? I think it's quite likely. Do you feel that Maggie was the type of person to flake out on renewing a one-year lease? 
No. Um, the Magi I knew wouldn't do something like that. 